child, I grew up on a Missouri farm, and one day, while helping my mother pick cherries, I began to cry. My mother said, Dale, what in the world are you crying about? I blubbered. I'm afraid I'm going to be buried alive. I was full of worries in those days. When thunderstorms came, I worried for fear I would be killed by lightning. When hard times came, I worried for fear we wouldn't have enough to eat. I worried for fear I would go to hell when I died. I was terrified for fear an older boy, Sam White, would cut off my big ears, as he threatened to do. I worried for fear girls would laugh at me if I tipped my hat to them. I worried for fear no girl would ever be willing to marry me. I worried about what I would say to my wife immediately after we were married. I imagined that we would be married in some country church and then get in a survey with French at the top and ride back to the farm. But how would I be able to keep the conversation going on that ride back to the farm? How? How? I wondered over that earth-shaking problem for many an hour as I walked behind the plow. As the years went by, I gradually discovered that 99% of the things I worried about never happened. For example, as I have already said, I was once terrified of lightning, but I now know that the chances of my being killed by lightning in any one year are, according to the National Safety Council, only 1 in 350,000. My fear of being buried alive was even more absurd. I don't imagine that, even back in the days before embalming was the rule, that one person in 10 million was buried alive. Yet, I once cried for fear of it. One person out of every eight dies of cancer. If I wanted something to worry about, I should have worried about cancer, instead of being killed by lightning or being buried alive. To be sure, I have been talking about the worries of youth and adolescence, but many of our adult worries are almost as absurd. You and I could probably eliminate nine-tenths of our worries right now if we would cease our fretting long enough to discover whether, by the law of averages, there was any real justification for our worries. The most famous insurance company on earth, Lloyd's of London, has made countless millions of dollars out of the tendency of everybody to worry about things that rarely happen. Lloyd's of London bets people that the disasters they are worrying about will never occur. However, they don't call it betting. They call it insurance. But it is really betting based on the law of averages. This great insurance firm has been going strong for over 200 years. And unless human nature changes, it will still be going strong 50 centuries from now by insuring shoes and ships and sealing wax against disasters that, by the law of averages, don't happen nearly so often as people imagine. If we examine the law of averages, we will often be astounded at the facts we uncover. For example, if I knew that during the next five years I would have to fight in a battle as bloody as the Battle of Gettysburg, I would be terrified. I would take out all the life insurance I could get. I would drop my will and set all my earthly affairs in order. I would say, I'll probably never live through that battle so I had better make the most of the few years I have left. Yet the facts are that, according to the law of averages, it is just as dangerous, just as fatal to try to live from age 50 to age 55 in peacetime as it was to fight in the Battle of Gettysburg. What I am trying to say is this, in times of peace, 
just as many people die per thousand between the ages of 50 and 55 as were killed per thousand among the 163,000 soldiers who fought at Gettysburg.